It's Monday, March 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Moscow is recruiting Syrians skilled in urban combat to fight in Ukraine as Russia's invasion is poised to expand deeper into cities, according to U.S. officials. An American assessment indicates that Russia, which has been operating inside Syria since 2015, has in recent days been recruiting fighters from there, hoping their expertise in urban combat can help take Kyiv and deal a devastating blow to the Ukraine government. The move points to a potential escalation of fighting in Ukraine, experts said. It is unclear how many fighters have been identified, but some are already in Russia preparing to enter the conflict. Officials declined to elaborate on what else is known about the deployment of Syrian fighters in Ukraine, the status or precise scale of the effort. In financial news, oil buyers racing to replace Russia's taboo crude are paying record premiums for barrels that can be delivered now rather than later, reflecting worries about adequate near-term fuel supplies and expectations that higher prices will reduce consumption and encourage drilling. Prices for April deliveries of crude have shot up since Russia invaded Ukraine and buyers began shunning the aggressor's oil exports. The main U.S. price last week topped $110 a barrel for the first time in more than a decade, and in off-hours trading late Sunday, they burst above $130 following fresh attacks, mounting civilian casualties, and a push by U.S. lawmakers to ban Russian oil imports. Prices ended the week a little closer together, yet the sharp rise Sunday night in near-term futures suggests a widening gap in the week ahead. In other news, several tornadoes carved a path of destruction through Iowa on Saturday, killing at least seven people, including two children, and destroying dozens of homes, officials said. In Madison County, which is just southwest of Des Moines, four adults and two children have died, said Diogenes Ayala, director of the Madison County Emergency Management Agency. The adults who died ranged in age from 37 to 72, and the children were 2 and 5, he said. Winds were higher than 136 miles an hour. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds said the damage done by the tornadoes was devastating. It was unimaginable, she said, the destruction that we were able to witness. Mr. Ayala also said that so many volunteers came out to help on Saturday that people were able to work in shifts. Regarding the pandemic, the official global death toll from COVID-19 is on the verge of eclipsing 6 million, underscoring that the pandemic, now entering its third year, is far from over. This milestone is the latest tragic reminder of the unrelenting nature of the pandemic, even as people are shedding masks, travel is resuming, and businesses are reopening around the globe. The death toll, compiled by Johns Hopkins University, stood at 5,997,994 as of Sunday afternoon. Remote Pacific Islands, whose isolation had protected them for more than two years, are just now grappling with their first outbreaks and deaths, fueled by the highly contagious Omicron variant. Hong Kong, which is seeing deaths soar, is testing its entire population of 7.5 million three times this month as it clings to mainland China's zero-COVID strategy. Despite its wealth and vaccine availability, the United States is nearing 1 million reported deaths on its own. And a large group of truck drivers who object to COVID-19 mandates drove two loops around the beltway surrounding Washington, D.C. Sunday, deliberately moving slowly to impact traffic 
and make their feelings known to lawmakers in the nation's capital. People crowded onto overpasses, waving at the people's convoy and holding signs and American flags. Within the convoy, there were tractor trailers with horns blaring and some recreational vehicles and pickup trucks occasionally going by, mixed with the normal traffic on Interstate 495 in Silver Springs, Maryland. Many vehicles had American flags, while some flew Don't Tread on Me banners. The convoy follows similar demonstrations by truckers in Canada who are upset at vaccine requirements to cross the Canadian border. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.